Greetings and welcome to another Different Church Podcast. My name is Jarrett and I hope you are having an awesome day. I am recording this at 12.20 a.m. on a Sunday night slash Monday morning and today was an awesome day. Uh, church was fantastic and then I came home and I watched the Bucks win the NFC Championship. Woo! Go Bucks! Uh, I'm really excited. I'm nervous about playing the Chiefs because they look insane but who cares man we made the show it's in tampa anything could happen at this point i have a cool story for you Uh, i told a little bit of this story uh, half of it at church today but that other half hadn't happened yet so basically we are about a year old as a church and the only way that we're able to exist is because of volunteers. Uh, We have a really cool volunteer team who helps with uh, setup and teardown, uh, the nursery, the tech team. Uh, We just have so many people who are willing to donate their time and talents and gifts, and we are so thankful. You guys rock. There are also some jobs that we haven't really thought of yet. So for instance, um, Stephanie uh, reached out this week and said that she wanted to get involved and wanted to help out. And so, of course, I immediately uh, mentioned like she could be a greeter or help out with the cafe. And, you know, she might do that, but she was kind of more excited about helping out in like a creative way. And so she jumped in and started helping out on social media and she put out her first graphic last week. So that is really cool. Stephanie, welcome to the team. You rock. Um, While I was telling that story, uh, someone named Shannon was in the nursery already volunteering and doing something. And then later in the day, she sent me a message about wanting to uh, help start a prayer team. Um, She didn't hear me tell the story about volunteers. Uh, She just reached out on her own and wanted to see about starting a prayer team. And I told her that I was just talking about how cool it was that people wanted to reach out and get involved. And uh, she was like, look at that. It's all Jesus. It's, it's been on her heart. She's been wanting to do it. And so, hey, guess what? We're starting a prayer team now. <laughs> uh, reach out to us. Uh, go to diff.church. That's a great way to connect. Let us know if you want to help out with anything. And if we don't have a position that you want to do, we'll make one. Darn it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to share that with you. Um, I thought it was really cool. It's one of those kind of universe winks that I look for all the time. Hannah actually talked about it in her message today. She calls them Easter eggs. I call them universe winks, but you know, it's the same idea. Anyway, we have a really cool message that is coming up in just a second. Uh, before we jump to Hannah, uh, I just want to remind you about three events that we have coming up. Uh, number one, we have our diversity training. We have a 1.0 and a 2.0. I'm super excited about that. Some of you guys may have already done the 1.0. If that's the case, you can just jump straight to the 2.0. Or if you want to do both, you can do the 2.0, or sorry, the 1.0 first, and then the 2.0. The 1.0 is on January 27th. It's uh, Wednesday at 7 p.m., and it's virtual. And the 2.0 is February 15th. It's a Monday, and that is also virtual. So you can attend from your own home, and it's going to be like a Zoom meeting. The other event we have coming up is Saturday, February 6th, and we are calling it The Yoga. It is going to be yoga in the park. Um, Our very own Theo is going to be putting it on, which is why it's called The Yoga, because I'm creative and hilarious. 
So you'll definitely want to join that. Uh, go to diff.church and then click on events and you can RSVP for any of those events. Uh, that is going to be at 10 a.m. on the 6th at Crescent Lake Park. Okay, that is all of the announcements I have for you. Uh, let's go ahead and jump to Hannah. She has a really weird but awesome message for you today about feeling uninspired. Oh, and by the way, you should be inspired to go follow us on Instagram. You'll know this if you follow us on Instagram, but I have a kind of a weird message for us today um, because I found it pretty much impossible to write a sermon this week. So Jared texted me yesterday and was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, feeling uninspired. And he was like, no, you have to say something. And I was like, no, that's literally what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't feel inspired, so therefore I'm going to talk about not feeling inspired. Um, I can normally sit down and get a sermon out in, like, in a reasonable amount of time. Like if I have writer's block, I'll just like read the scripture a million times. Like it's, at some point, I'm going to get a starting place, like a jumping off point. Something's going to happen. Once I get moving, everything falls into place. No, not this week. <laughs> Monday, completely uninspired. I was like, there's plenty of time. It's got a whole week to write a sermon. Tuesday, uninspired. And then I used all of my brain power to do different church end of the year stuff, like tax forms and giving statements and all kinds of stuff. Wednesday, feeling uninspired. And I saw, I was like, okay, like, we're getting like close on the time here. Let me just read all the scriptures like 20 times. Like something is going to stick out to me. The Lord will strike a lightning bolt and be like, this is the direction you need to go. No, nothing. I was like, okay. Thursday, I woke up and even the idea of writing a sermon was like definitely not going to happen. I was like, I can't even think about this. I can't process it. I had zero sleep on Wednesday night. Now, I would love every week to like give you something helpful and creative and inspiring. Like just make you feel so pumped up for the week. This week, one of those not so rare occasions where the well is dry. There is nothing in the tank. I have nothing that come to mind. No, this is not an unfamiliar experience for like preachers, right? Like Sunday comes every week, unfortunately. So like shockingly regular. Once Sunday is over, I'm like, well, Sunday's coming. <laughs> we have six days left. And it's not like I'm the only person that this happens to, okay? Like preachers, yes, this happens to preachers. But like a lot of you are in creative professions. We have teachers, we have content creators, we have audiovisual people, we have magicians, musicians, um, we have salespeople, we have, like even if your profession is not specifically in the creative arts, like you have to have some level of creativity and inspiration to just get through 2021 so far. So I don't, like, what are you supposed to do? <laughs> when you don't know what to do? What are you supposed to do when you don't have a clue? Now, sometimes we feel this way. We're just like, Meh. and we can't pinpoint a reason. Like everybody has had one of those times in their life, at least I assume already this year, probably, given the way things have been going. So like you just feel kind of blah. Sometimes that's, that's what happens. I know exactly why I feel this way this week. Um, first of all, I'm tired. <laughs> like I'm really tired. I don't do well on not a lot of sleep. And not a lot of sleep is exactly what is on the menu in my house. Ever since a certain tiny, impossibly adorable human arrived six weeks ago, not a lot of sleep. Like, she slept okay this week, pretty well. Last night, no. I was like, really? The day before I have to preach? You just want to be awake all night? Why? Don't you love me? 
Why couldn't you have slept badly on Friday night and given me a good night's sleep on set? No. So I'm tired. I may seem like I have energy to you right now, but it's a lie. It is from a giant kawa latte. It will wear off in approximately an hour. And I will be asleep on the couch, except I won't be because by the time we get home, she's gonna wanna eat again. So I won't be sleeping. So that's the first reason. Second reason is I have to go back to work tomorrow. So now I can keep her with me. So I'm gonna like do this work from home, go into the office a couple of days a week, hybrid kind of thing, but she's gonna be with me. And I don't know if you've ever met a six week old baby. I don't know if you've ever met this six weeks old baby. I don't know what I did to deserve. I mean, I heard, I hear from my mom that like I was a horrible, horrible child. Like would, they had locks on every cabinet, every door. Like no did not mean no to me. It meant like, well, just wait till no one's looking. And then do that and then like way out calculate, like is this worth it to get in trouble? Yes. So I was awful. I'm still kind of awful. I'm just more socially acceptable. So you just don't know. Uh, I don't, so probably that's what I did to deserve a very particular baby. Like she has opinions for days. Like this morning I was feeding her, she stopped eating, instantly mad. Like not even two seconds of being like, let's try to do this again, like give me, a, no. Like made a fist, was like banging it on me. And I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> that's why I'm not wearing her, because she got a good old crank on this morning, because of the audacity, I gave her a bath. So obviously the end of the world. So I get to, to you know, uh, do 40 hours of work with that attached to me. And I feel as though I'm kind of barely keeping it together as it is. So the idea of adding 40 hours of work on top of that feels completely overwhelming. So that's all I can think about. Like it's constantly in the back of my mind. Like winter is coming, Monday's coming. Monday's coming. And I wrote that in all caps in my notes. Monday. It's hard to be creative when you're like low level anxious 24 seven about something. So even after I've prayed and studied and read the scripture and prepared and thought about writing a sermon literally all week, there will be times where I feel uninspired and unprepared and empty. And guess what? I get to preach anyways. You're welcome. But I mean, even after you've prayed and prepared and done everything you need to do, there will be times where you feel uninspired and unprepared and empty. And guess what? You get to do your job anyway. You get to show up for your family anyway. You get to be a parent anyway. There's a line in a Death Cab song, which is my favorite band of all time, hands down. It's my life goal to see them one day in concert. That goes, sometimes I think this cycle never ends. You slide from top to bottom and you turn and climb again. Friday morning, I woke up with like this tiny voice in my head, not for the first time this week, being like, you can't do this. You don't have anything to say. <laughs> what are you gonna say? You don't have anything to say. Then like, just gently, like, almost like a cup of tea when your throat hurts. I heard this other little voice being like, that's what you say. Just say you don't have anything to say. And I was like, mm, that can't be, no. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the second voice was God. Last week we talked about learning to recognize God's voice, okay? This is an example of that in my own life. And I don't really want to tell you that I don't have anything to say. <laughs> like, is that ridiculous? It's my job to have something to say. 
if I don't have something to say, what am I doing up here? Like at the core of this, and like we all get in these situations where we're like, I don't have anything to, nothing, I have nothing. What am I doing? <laughs> and the core of that is always like, what, what's enough? What are we supposed to do? What can I do to get rid of my guilt when my productivity is completely lacking? And then we have this voice of God, right, that always comes in just gently, if you're paying attention, with a reminder. The reminder that nothing will ever be enough anyways, right? So I will never write enough. I will never pray enough prayers. I will never preach enough sermons. I will never read and meditate and study on the scriptures enough. I will never do enough. And it's impossible to do enough. Why? Because in God's economy, there is no accomplishment quota. There's no level you can reach where you finally like, got it. God is not interested in our productivity. Now, sometimes we need to be productive. I'm not saying we, there's never work to do. But it's not the end goal. The end goal is not us doing work. Sometimes we need to be productive, but the end goal is actually for us to be seen completely as who we are. To be fully known by God. And to know God ourselves. It's not... I do. <laughs> I do stuff, therefore I'm a good Christian. It's not I do, therefore I am. It's not I think, therefore I am. It's I love, therefore I am. I am loved, therefore I am. And love of God and love of neighbor and love of self, we're just humans after all. And God invites us to be with God and to bring all of our humanity to God, which includes all the weeks where we feel uninspired and overwhelmed. Sometimes we need to just be, not do. Just be. And that's the hardest thing to do, is just be. Because God wants us to show up with our lack of inspiration. Like, how do you show up when you have nothing? It's like showing up to a BYOB party and you're like, I didn't bring anything, but I'll drink all your beer. <laughs> Thanks. Like, what do you, it feels weird. You can be like, I am supposed to give you something. And God's like, no, you just show up. Just come and be who you are in my presence. Bring me your lack of inspiration. Bring me your anxiety about having anxiety. Bring me your guilt about your lack of productivity. And then listen to the words of Jesus in Matthew that says, come if you're tired, come if you're weary and you feel like you have a heavy burden and I will give you rest. God, if we don't bring it, God can't let us put, help us put it down. We're just wandering around carrying it all by ourselves. Now, Jesus spoke in the New Testament about the Israelites when they left Egypt and they were traveling through the desert and every day they had manna, which was food. So every day they had their daily ration of food and they thought Moses was giving them the manna. They also complained a lot to Moses. That's a different story. But Moses didn't give them the manna. The manna came from God. Their daily, what they needed to survive in a single day came from God. And I think I'm guilty of this. Like thinking that I do something that's actually God's job. Like that I get to stand up here and connect all the dots with my beautiful words and my writing and my preaching and my fabulousness. That's my job. No, it's not. 
It's God's job to connect the dots. We try to make it so complicated when actually it's really simple. Like when we're trying to be productive and all we can get out is like the unintelligible scribbles of a kid with a crayon and they're like, it's a whale. And you're like, no, it's not a whale. <laughs> that is orange, first of all, and it's just this. That's what we have to bring to the table and that's fine. Maybe that's okay. Because when the dots feel unconnected in your mind, God says that's okay. Maybe God just wants us to let those unconnected dots exist the way they are and just rest in God's presence. That's a pretty good message, I think, for a tired, uninspired preacher. <laughs> but it's also a pretty good message for a tired, uninspired whatever you are. A tired, uninspired parent who doesn't want to get up again. A tired, uninspired partner or employee, or friend. What a promise to claim when we are tempted to rely on our own small resources, when God's infinite resources are available to us. Let it, put it down. Put down the weight and rest. Just be. Let it be. Sing the Beatles song to yourself. Let it be, let it be. When the night is cloudy, there's still a light that shines on me. Shines until tomorrow, let it be. But how do you let it be? This is where we get tripped up. We're like, yes, that sounds lovely. I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to apply this in my life. Good news for you is I don't know either. <laughs> but I have a couple ideas. First of all, always remember, you're not the only one, and this is not the only time. Other people feel this way too. There's a very prolific writer and pastor and theologian named A.W. Tozer, and he said, he wrote like multiple books, like for 40 years he wrote and preached and did all this stuff. And he said, often, my mind is as dry and uninspired as a burnt shingle. Thanks, God. <laughs> You're just human. You're not the only one, and it's not the only time. But two, Remember to look for the Easter eggs. Does anyone know what an Easter egg is? I got one nerd in the audience. Two nerds. Okay. So at Pixar or video games, the Easter eggs are little tiny things that are hidden, little references to other games or little hidden inside jokes or little things that you don't notice unless you're specifically looking for them. You have to slow down and look for them intentionally. Like, for example, I have... <laughs> a dragon from the video game Skyrim tattooed on my leg, and on his forehead is the Jedi symbol. I put an Easter egg in my tattoo. But you will never know unless you're pretty close, which probably you won't be, to my leg. <laughs> but I know it's there. <laughs> I know it's there. I have an Easter egg. You have to look for it. There is inspiration and happiness to be found in like our beige day-to-day -day life. The boring, brown, tan, like endlessness of nothing, of just dishes and laundry. And let me tell you, I didn't, I knew like parents were like, oh yeah, laundry's like never ending when you have a kid. I did not understand. <laughs> like every other day, <laughs> I have to do a little laundry. You have to look for them. You're just, like even on Thursday this week, which is a mess of a day, like Thursday, horrible day. There's still a couple bright spots. Like I went outside and I got a walk and the weather was amazing. It was so nice. 
Josiah and I watched a funny YouTube video uh, making fun of intermittent fasting, <laughs> which he does, so it's okay that we made fun of it. <laughs> I ate a cupcake from Mazzaro's. If you don't know Mazzaro's, that means you're from Tampa, and you need, you need to go to Mazzaro's. Okay. Happiness can always be found. Inspiration can always be found. No matter how dark it is, you just have to turn on the light. You have to stop and look. And if you're having trouble finding inspiration or being inspired, you have to plant it when you're not inspired so it will be there for the future. Make an effort to seek it out. Like put a book of poetry on your nightstand. Read one in the morning or at night. Like I highly recommend you should screenshot these poets. Maya Angelou, I recommend. Mary Oliver, John O'Donohue, like so inspiring. Like you read one poem and be like, oh. the angels have sung their inspiration into my head. Go outside. It's, it's our summer here. This is when we go outside. Watch a sunset. Or, you know, if you're up at 5 a.m., watch the sunrise. Buy yourself some flowers. Take a nap. Call a friend and complain. We'll make you feel better. Turn off the news. I don't know who needs to hear that, but y'all need to turn off the news. Okay? Watch something lighthearted and positive, like... The Great British Baking Show. <laughs> or, if baking is not your thing, watch America's Funniest Home Videos. Laugh. Take 15 minutes for yourself, no matter what, every day. For me, that means I take a boiling lava hot shower every day, no matter what. And if the baby is crying and won't let me, guess who gets her? And I'm like, here you go. I'll see you later. <laughs> I'm getting in the shower. Like, it happens no matter what. So it, no matter what happens in that day, I had that 15 minutes to just stand under the water and not do anything. Do something that fills your tank instead of emptying it. Because when you do that, then the inspiration will come back. It will come. It will be there for the future. Number four, it is not cliche to pray. I had to include that because this is church service after all. A few minutes of prayer could save you hours of frustration. Like, I'll tell you what I've been doing. Um, Nova wakes up to nurse, like, at 1 a.m., typically, every night. And some t that, that whole process takes an hour. I didn't know, like, it takes so long. She has to eat and then burp, and she poops herself, like, multiple times, and then, like, it's just the whole thing. Sometimes then I get her all wrapped up and swaddled, and then she spits up, and then I have to undo the whole thing and, like, redo it, and then she's mad because she's awake too long, and then she won't go to sleep for, like, an hour, sometimes longer. <sighs> and I've started praying for her then. Now, I'm still tired, and I still wish she would go to sleep. <laughs> but it also feels really special to have that time every single night that I just pray for her that I'm just fully present with her, that I just talk to God about her. It makes those long minutes, like last night, it took like four times to put her down. Every time I put her down, she'd be like completely asleep and then she'd be like, hello, no, shh. That's not what I said. I said, okay, let's try again. It makes those long minutes way better for me and it makes them better for her too because I'm praying for her because I love her so much. And God loves her so much. Like what a, what a better thing could I talk to God about at one in the morning than this precious little package of opinions. 
pray for inspiration. Pray for rest. Maybe your time isn't one in the morning. I hope it's not. Whatever your time is, pray for yourself. Pray for other people. It fills your God tank. And like any relationship that we have, you have to dedicate some time to it to make it flourish. So when you're feeling uninspired, it's not cliche to pray. You can even just complain about that you feel uninspired. It's not like God doesn't know that. And finally, just remember, this too shall pass. My mom likes to remind me, it's just for a season. It's just for a season. It may feel like it will never end, but it's already ending. Like she came over for a few weekends and stayed up all night with the baby so that I could get a few hours of sleep. And that's already over because she's already sleeping in my room next to my bed. It's all just for a season. So it doesn't matter how you feel, how uninspired (laughs) or just blah, it doesn't matter. It's gonna pass. Bo Taplin said, we all have slow days, off days, days we feel tired and uninspired, but they're nothing to concern yourself with. Like the ocean, stillness is just another of our natural states. Soon the wind will return and the waves will rise and your imagination will flow freely again. All of existence is in this constant, continual state of transition. Like every other emotion, like every other thing in your life, it's gonna just rise and fall. It's gonna ebb and flow. It's natural and necessary. (laughs) Stillness is just another of your natural states. Being uninspired is a natural part of life, so quit fighting it. I'm saying that to myself. You get to the benefit of hearing me preach to myself this week. (laughs) Just be honest. Say you don't have anything to say. And then, set down the heavy weight. And just be. Just rest in the Lord. Set it down a hundred times. Because I know you're going to keep picking it up. I'm like, I can't do it. Put it down. I can't do it. Put it back down. (laughs) Why I keep picking it back up? Because it's really heavy. Put it down. Rest in the Lord. So we have two more songs, and then I'll come back and give you a benediction. And I think the songs go perfectly, which had to be God because um, I didn't know what I was talking about until Friday. (laughs) So thanks, Jarrett and God. (laughs) I think they go perfectly with the message. So if you want to stand, and we'll all sing together, and just, you know, if you're feeling like... Set it down.